Good evening, listeners. You're listening to WUSC and HD USC FM and HD One Columbia. I'm DJ Left, and this has been the Equilibrium. Right now, we're going to switch gears and head into our segment of Cockadoodle News. Joining me, as always, is my co-host Justin Oki. Hello, what's up, Radio World? If you're listening and you have an opinion you'd like to share, if you just want to chat, feel free to call us at 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC. If you can't reach out to us on the phone, feel free to reach out online. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching WUSC News. And if you need to get in touch with the station, the number is the same, but the handles are different. So you can find the station on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching WUSC-FM. So heading right into our first story today, according to ABC Columbia, um, I've been keeping you guys updated on the Timothy Jones trial, and they just entered day nine. They They took Memorial Day off, so the trial did not go on yesterday. And new people have taken the stand um, so far in that a psychologist has taken the stand. And um, the article on that was very brief. It was just a video. They didn't really go into detail about what exactly the psychologist said. But I'm pretty sure that he's there to examine um, whether Timothy Jones is going to be, you know, deemed insane or not. He's mm-hmm. kind of testing that out. So. I'm really interested. I'm going to be looking for updates on that with what exactly he said. And also, his grandmother took the stand, and she said that um, his mother was, um, quote, she said she was nutty. So she was, his mother was institutionalized, and then he went with his grandmother, who was, um, which was who took the stand, and she also got emotional today, just like his ex-wife did. Just basically, you know, everyone is upset about the kids. And they all said that if they knew that they were in harm's way, then they would have done something about it before. They would have taken the kids, anything. So this has just been um, a really, really sad trial. Um, like I said, his grandmother had to kind of testify. And, you know, that's who raised him. So I believe that... Um, I believe that she is, like, on... It was kind of hard to tell. I think she's, like, on his side, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, with the but she's devastated thing. by, like, yes, what happened. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And um, apparently when he was 15, he suffered a traumatic brain injury in a car accident. Wow. And since then, they said that his it's just gone downhill. So, um, we were talking about how the insanity thing is going to be interesting, how it plays out, and... It's yeah. looking like it's playing out. It looks like it's playing out well, especially if um, <laughs> his like mom was <laughs> institutionalized. I mean, and if he killed his kids, Ex- he's obviously yeah. Yeah. a little With bit the on mom. the crazy, crazy scale. So. Absolutely. I think the mom fact was kind of like, well, that definitely added to it. Because, you know, like mm-hmm. things like that is genetic I mean, they're gonna and pull, Yeah, I mean, they're going to pull any and everything out just to get Absolutely. insanity. But Absolutely. my whole thing is like if he gets insanity, please, he's still going to like be sentenced to death. I don't believe he would be able to be sentenced, and I'm not so he was sure just, on that. So he's just going to sit in a well. He's just sit in a padded cell his entire life. Basically, like I think he would go to an oh, institution. Would, you know, oh like God. it's it's. I mean, but 
if those are your options, it's either what you would want the. Would you choose a padded cell or would you choose? Justin would choose the death. I would choose the death penalty. I'm not sitting in a padded cell my entire life. Like that would make me even crazier. And it's actually funny. I have watched TV shows on like people in jail, and apparently death row is where it's at. Like I watched this one show on Netflix, and they just said that once you get on death row, like. <laughs> oh, that's goals. Yeah, I would have no, got a death like, row. It's because it's like, you the know, if you, if you like murder someone and you're just in there for a while, you get the worst conditions. But if you're yeah. on death row and you're scheduled to die soon, you get like the best room, the best TV. You get like that last meal. I mean, at least so, they know their end date, you know? Yeah. I mean, and yeah. And honestly, you're right. <laughs> I might choose the death penalty just to get that last good meal. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, that's something to think about, but... I don't know the time that he. I'm not exactly. I guess no one really knows what his sentence would be. But are you watching the same gel, like the gel show where they like send like what do they call it fishing in the toilets and they're like sending uh, it down the that's toilets? That's not the one that oh. I'm talking about. But I I love that show. It's called Jailbirds on Netflix. And the officer and comes up. He's like, "There's nothing we can do about it. The pipes are built." Yeah, because it's yeah they toilet talk yeah. and everything. That was the most interesting show to watch. I was like. So this is jail. Like. And then it, like, screens to this one person, like, in their jail cell. And she's like, that is so gross. That's why they have pimples on their face and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm, like, yeah. laughing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really interesting. I yeah. love jail shows. I probably shouldn't. But that is what we have so far on the Timothy Jones case. We'll be keeping you guys updated. Like I said, so far it is day nine. So I don't – this this seems like it might be a long-lasting trial. So Day nine. Remember Casey Anthony's trial? Oh, do I? The one that, like, never ended, but everyone knew she was guilty, and she got away with it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was... I mean, it's not cool at all, but I mean, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's actually crazy how she got away with it. And they're, like, releasing a lot of, um... Aren't they releasing something on her, like a documentary? Probably. And I could have read that wrong. She's probably going to get money from it, too. Oh, I'm sure. She's been making bank ever since she got cleared. Like Amanda that. Knox? All the documentaries made on Amanda Knox. She like they went to Italy with her roommate, and then like her roommate like killed her. So her roommate killed her. Like um, they think Amanda was her roommate, and like the girl went missing, and they think Amanda (gasps) killed her. But if you watch the show, it's all like I mean they think that she's a psychopath or a sociopath. One of the two. What show is this? Um, it's just called Amanda Knox. It's on Netflix. Hold on, let me Google this. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think it's like following amanda knox i don't know hold on amanda knox netflix yeah she's called amanda knox i think i'll be watching that tonight wait there's another one coming there's another one february there was one february 25th 2019 and then there was one in september 8th 2016 but i mean it's kind of hard to watch it and look at her and think that she's not a killer you know what i mean really but i mean it's kind of like she tries to like convince you that she's not one but it's a documentary yeah it's really good and she's in it and it talks about how like she had to go to jail in italy and like how they had to send other pe- people in jail it's it's just so interesting it's so so much to it you, you've got to check it out that's that's crazy i definitely will i'm gonna watch it and then text you speaking of law yes you better text me when you watch it speaking of law planned parenthood officials announced they are filing a lawsuit tuesday for a restraining order to stop the state of missouri from closing their one clinic in st louis the state is currently threatening to close its last remaining abortion clinic and um from abc news um 
What did she say? Lena Wen said, this is not a drill. This is not a warning. This is real, and it is a public health crisis. On top of that, Netflix is going to rethink about shooting scenes in Georgia if the abortion law holds. So That is extremely interesting. I think it's it's just kind of funny that... Well, no, that's what it, I guess that's what happens. I was going to say, I think it's kind of funny how they're like, we will not shoot scenes there anymore. But yeah, that's what they do. The same thing happened. Oh my goodness. When um, Charlotte didn't want to do the gender neutral bathrooms and um. they had to cancel the all-star week in there. That was like a huge event. Like people really will stop just going to the state altogether. It's crazy. Dang. But I guess it's taking a stand. Yeah. What do you think about gender neutral bathrooms? Are you for it or not for it? I'm for it. I'm what does that exactly does that mean? Just literally, it's just a bathroom, and like if you think about it, I feel. I well, mean, we have okay. family restrooms, so they should be gender neutral yeah, restrooms, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you go in some places, like gas stations and places like that, and there's just one bathroom in general. Yeah. Um, Sometimes there's a shower. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of the Ugh. same thing, and yeah. I think. Sorry, I don't know. I think the <laughs> we're getting so off topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. neutral. But I don't know. I just think that like what people maybe don't like is just I forget that because it's gender neutral that means that like everyone can go in at once. But I just think that something that would I don't know. I could really never see just like a very like like you know I couldn't imagine me walking in me in the bathroom and someone that's like so masculine that it scares me and I'm like why are you in here like some big body yeah like I just couldn't in. imagine that person being like let me go you know like, <laughs> like sitting right happen, next to the sitting next to the stall like right next to you just yeah. walks in hey how are you <laughs> can I have your number <laughs> god no we are not doing that in the bathroom. <laughs> that would so be terrible bizarre. that would be terrible um that's pretty bad so, it is coming. Oh, we were just talking about movies. What about movies? So I feel like I'm living in movies. Um, right there's a really good, um, well, a lot of good movies coming out this summer. Specifically, 17 summer movies to be excited about, according to CNN. So first, we have Aladdin. Exciting. Did you know the Did you know the character from Aladdin was supposed to? They modeled his character after Tom Cruise. Who? Aladdin. Like, Aladdin's, like, his look is, like, modeled after Tom Cruise. That's funny. Like, and weird. Like, Tom Cruise is, I don't know. Whenever I think Tom Cruise, I just think, I guess maybe, like, the look is different. Um, Probably because of Tom Cruise. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because he's just good looking. But that's interesting. Oh, my God. He's in that case. Anyways. (laughs) So, Aladdin comes out on... May twenty fourth, very soon, as well as Book Smart. That's a new movie with um, two. Oh, Olivia Wilde is directing, but Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Dever are Ooh. two new. A- yeah, two newish. They probably acted before, I've but the to ch- me, they're newish. They're kind of young, so I'm. Yeah. I think that's gonna be cute and good and little, good little high school girls movie. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And then Godzilla, King of the Monsters, comes out May 31st. How long is that one? Do you know, like, how long, like... Um, like, the duration of the movie? I don't know. I would guess, like, two hours. I think it's going to be something super intense. Because either, like, King Kong or Godzilla came out, and it was, like, three hours, four hours Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think King Kong. King Kong is a super long one, but such a good movie. 
So I can't one. wait for Godzilla. Um, I love movies like that. Rocket Man, May 31st, for all you Elton John fans. That's going to be a super good movie. Um, oh, they've got a Game of Thrones person in there. Um, Dark Phoenix comes out June 17th. What is that about? I'm so excited for that. That is about, that's the X-Men sequel. Um, yes. So the one that Sophie Turner, she plays Sansa Stark in Game of Thrones. She also plays Jean and Jean Grey in the X-Men series. Mm-hmm. And the last X-Men was like they went back in time and they were like younger and it was her. I think that was her first time playing Jean. And so this one is about how basically she just like goes rogue with her power. So yeah. it's going to be so, Ooh. so, so good. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. June 7th. Um, Late Night with Mindy Kaling. Kaling, do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. She was on Wrinkle of Time. Yeah. She's doing super, a movie with, um, she's doing a movie with, what's her name? Peranka. Peranka. She's very like, Yeah, they're like producing an, an all Indian Oh wow! All Indian film with only like Indian actors, like Indian American, American Indian. Yeah, yeah that's they're been, working together. That's good. It's been really good that I feel like they've been doing that in movies lately. They did that with Crazy Rich Asians. That was a really good movie. So yeah, I, mean, I like. I'm, I'm digging the cultural theme that's been going on lately. Representation is important. Oh yeah. Um. So late night comes out June seventh. I think that's gonna be like a funny one. The dead don't die. June. Oh my God. June fourteenth. Selena Gomez is going to be in that. And Selena Gomez. Yeah. And also the guy from Ghostbusters. Bill Murray? Yes. They were just at the Cannes Festival together. Where's my... Um, I just dropped my pen. It's right there. Yeah, they were at the Cannes Festival together. Wow. And, like, she, like, jokingly said something. Wait, who? Bill Murray and Selena Gomez. That's why. That's why. Yeah. That makes sense. Because they've been, like... I think they've been, they've been, like, in production for that movie for a while. Probably. It's fun releasing it, finally. Cool. Yeah, and that's interesting. I thought it was... I literally uh. thought it was um, Ghostbusters. And Chloe Seven... I'm not sure if that's how you say her name, but I love her. Chloe Sivanji? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. She's American in Horror American Story. Horror Story. Oh, yes, yeah. love her. My sister loves her, too. So that's going to be good. Um, Men in Black International on June 14th. Will Smith. Will Smith is not in this one. It's going to be Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. This is going to be really, really good. I don't know if you've seen. I'm a Marvel freak. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thor Ragnarok. They were actually in that together. Like, he's Thor, and she was, like, the sidekick. So I think it's so cool that they're doing yeah. a movie together. And it's the same kind of, you know, thing, like, action, sci-fi. So... I'm really, really excited for it. I think it's going to be so good. And dope. I'm a huge fan of Tessa Thompson. Oh, yeah. She's a vibe. Toy Story 4 comes out June 21st. So excited for to- Toy Story. Tom Hanks. A movie called Yesterday, based on the Beatles, is June 28th. Spider-Man Far From Home, July 2nd. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be in that. And The Farewell is an Asian movie, just how you were talking about... Um, all the the movie that's going to be an all Indian cast. This is an all Chinese cast, I guess. It's a Chinese American movie. That's oh. like the basis of it. Yeah. Cool. And it's basically like their mom, uh, their grandmother, which is like the matriarch of their family, is dying, and they all know, and she doesn't. And so the whole movie is about them, like basically spending her last days with her, but like she doesn't know that that's what's happening. 
Oh god, that has to be really scary to be the grandma. Right? It's so <laughs> it's so sad. It's like the main character. It's, That's like neglect. Just, if someone yeah, tells it you, it feels like she's betraying her. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's like te- that's like someone like purposely not telling you you have something on your face when it's like right on your face. It's like yeah. you could have told me. Except you could have told me I was going to die. Way worse, right? <laughs> and then um, there's also Stuber, Stubborn, July. Well, that looks like maybe a comedy. And last but night, not least, actually this isn't last. Um, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Good Boys, that's going to be like a cute little kid movie. They're calling it the Super Bad for sixth graders. And Where'd You Go, Bernadette, that comes out August 16th. And then last but not least, The Lion King comes out July 19th. It's the live action version and Beyonce's in it. Circle of life, baby. So (laughs) we're super excited to see that. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, so... Speaking of movies and everything, I'm gonna. I found this interesting article on BuzzFeed. It's eight scandalous affairs you didn't know about between famous writers and artists. It's from an expert from the art of affair, an illustrated guide to the romantic and personal entanglements of our most beloved writers, musicians, and artists. So first we have Jean Michel Besquet. I totally messed that name up. And Madonna. Um, it's about. Um, they had a brief relationship in 1982, though he had a girlfriend at the time. The girlfriend, Susan Malik, found out and vi- violently confronted Madonna at a club, inspiring Jean-Michel's painting, Catfight, which featured Madonna's name crossed out. Oh, my out. goodness. When the two split for good, Jean-Michel made Madonna return the paintings he'd given her, painting them solid black. That's very artist of him. He made Madonna return the paintings. That's terrible. Oscar Wilde and Lord Alfred Douglas. Um, I love Oscar Wilde. When they fell in love in 1891, Oscar Wilde was already one of the most popular playwrights in London, and Lord Alfred Douglas was budding poet. Beautiful, 16 years, his junior, and married with two kids. Lord Alfred's concerned father began to harass Oscar, even planning to pelt him with vegetables at the premiere of The Importance of Being Earnest. I heard about that. Eventually, Oscar was put on trial for acts of gross indecency. Among the evidence was Lord Alfred's poem, Two Loves, and a satirical novel of their affair, The Green Carnation, published anonymously but written by their friend Robert Hitchens. Oscar served two years in jail and died in 1900, separated from Lord Alfred for the last three years of his life. I just learned about Oscar Wilde in English, and I completely heard about that story. So that's so crazy that you read about that. Anise Nen and Henry Miller. I don't know about these people. Hold on, okay. Anise met Henry Miller and broke and balding 40-year-old at a lunch in Paris in 1932. Both were married, but an affair, an affair quickly, quickly took root. Two decades of their heated letters were later published as a literate passion. Anise was soon funneling much of her allowance from Hugh to Henry and his wife June for rent and other bills. In 1934, she, con- she fronted the money for their first printing of Henry's first published novel, Topic, Tropic of Cancer. Banned in America for obscenity, it has become a modern classic. Miles Davis and Juliet Greco. The young singer and actress Juliet Greco was already amused for Jean-Paul Satir and close friends of the writer Boris 
Vianne when she met Miles Davis backstage at his first Paris concert. Michael Vianne, wife of Boris, introduced them, and despite a language barrier, the two were smitten by the end of the night. They were together for a couple of years before Miles returned to the States and fell into a depression, leading to his blue period. Juliet and Ma- Miles later met up in New York, where, where their hostility they received in public was a rude awakening. Still, they kept in touch the rest of their lives. Juliet wrote, He would leave messages for me in the places I traveled in Europe. I was here, you weren't. Arthur Miller and Marilyn Monroe. I think everyone knows about this. After a brief affair in Hollywood in 1951, Arthur Miller and Marilyn Monroe wed in 1956 with Lee Strasberg, her famous acting teacher, giving her away. Their relationship began to deteriorate almost immediately (laughs) as Arthur was unable to deal with her depression and addictions. In an attempt to help her career, he wrote a serious role for her in The Misfits and ended up being the last film for both Marilyn and her co-star, Clark Gable. Arthur and Marilyn divorced in 1961, less than two years before her suicide. Arthur's next play, After the Fall, depicted a tortured relationship that seemed familiar and was poorly reviewed. Frank O'Hara and Larry Rivers. It sounds like this song from Chicago when it's like, I don't know. It's a song from Chicago. It's like one of their, like, I think it's like nowadays. And it's like, I don't know. It's just interesting. (laughs) Frank O'Hara and Larry Rivers first met at John Ashby's Christmas party in 1950. For the next 16 years, the two were intermittently lovers, collaborators, and steadfast friends. Their letters suggest Frank was more smitten, but both prioritized their artistic connection. My devotion to you and your work, Frank wrote will always be strong and important to me no matter how that happens or has happened affects your friendship for me. Larry painted naked portraits of Frank. Frank included Larry as a recurring fixture in his poetry. The two collaborated on a book of poems and lithographs called Stones. When Frank was tragically killed at the age of 40, Larry delivered a bitter and passionate eulogy. Have you ever read Frank O'Hara's poems? No. He's really good. Really? They like feature a lot of Frank O'Hara and Mad Men. Have you seen the show Mad Men? No. It's good too. You have to watch it. I'll have to look into his stuff. And then the rest of them are just... And there's a lot in here. It's from the book, The Art of the Affair. It's an illustrated history of love, sex, and artistic influence. And it seems pretty interesting. It's interesting to read things about people that like were more like colorful and like fluid than you would think they were. Yeah, it's most like, definitely. Shocking, whatever. Everyone's got something beneath the surface, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's two more experts. I'm not going to read them, but it's between Robert Lowell and Caroline Blackwood and um, Orson Welles and Dolores Del Rio. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. Orson Welles. I like him. Okay, well, let's see what happened. Though they were both married when they met, the filmmaker Orson Welles and the actress Dolores Del Rio started an affair that ended both their marriages. They were together for a few years, though the filming and premiere of Citizen Kane considered Welles' greatest work. Dolores broke things off in 1941, and shortly thereafter, he married Rita Hayworth. Rita Hayworth, she's a beautiful actress. An actress who was being touted as the new Dolores Del Rio. Rita and Orson's daughter, Rebecca, later said her father was obsessed with Dolores the rest of his life. Rebecca was intrigued enough that she traveled to Mexico for her 18th birthday to meet Dolores herself. You know, it'd be really interesting if this was like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and Offset left Cardi for Nicki. It'd be like, oh my goodness. It'd be like a Dolores. It would be like an Orson Welles and Dolores Del Rio. There is kind of stories like that, actually, yeah. with people right here right now. We'll just have to dig deep for them. Do you ever think it's like the modern day, like these people now, like that are like Hollywood legends and like, entertainment like legends what, what, what they were like before yeah but and then like who was who are ours going to be like who are the people going to be that are like them like for the older generation like that's mm-hmm. their legends like who are ours going to be like what are they going to yeah i definitely you know? always think about that i got so sad um at one point because i was like wow beyonce's like really getting old and she's not like really doing concerts anymore and then i think i started to realize like 
even though I am older, like, I think she is kind of, like, the older girls' generations. Like, the girls that could actually go to, like, Destiny's Child concerts, they were of age at the time when mm-hmm. they were out. Like, that's that's really for them. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even have really an artist that that's, um, you know, that's someone to, like, I don't know, be dedicated to. I obviously yeah. still can be a Beyonce fan, but it just sucks just because I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go to some concerts. And it's like now she's settling down her life, having kids, stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, well, and I honestly like I could never want to settle. Our generation it needs to get better me. with music if if that's going to be the case, you know, because we need more like music's just not the same anymore because they don't it's spend not, the time. Like, it's not. There's no, no like soul. There's no like. I think, I and I know. think that's why everyone likes Adele because Adele, like you can tell, she yeah. spends like, like when she's making an album, she's not doing a thousand other things while she's making an album. Like she's p- specifically focused on the album and like yeah. working on the album. But a lot of times, comes from like her heart. And like a lot of artists nowadays, it's like they're in the middle of making an album and then they're out there like working with brands and productions and also and then and you know and you wonder like why her album sounds better because I mean she's really only focusing on that she's focusing yeah. on the music i like ariana grande Yo, i think good. she's gonna be like she she actually is literally the mariah carey of our time like no yeah i don't know about that absolutely i can't i don't know does, does ariana grande write her music um yeah i'm pretty sure but no, I mean, um, I could see, but no, I, I could see I don't that. Think I could see that, that, though. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't know. Like, yeah, she's, I'm really trying to be like, no, Mariah's better. But, like, obviously they, like, different generations, you know, different, there's differences, period. But, you know, Mariah, first of all, Mariah didn't write all her music either. Mariah definitely had a lot of people helping her out. But, um, you know, they just both have really beautiful voices and... Same type of kind of vibe, you know, like poppy, dancey. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think Mariah maybe was a little more versatile mm-hmm. than Ariana, but she's get like Ariana's starting to do that. She's starting to do like the versatility. She's starting to do the performances. Her Coachella performance was incredible. Like, I'm saying this because. Of like the reviews I saw from that performance, I mean, she had like Billboard, you know, yeah. the people, the best of the best in the game, being like that was the best. So people are really starting to give her her credit. I think she's gonna continue to climb her way to the top. But mm-hmm. um, enough of us rambling about random stuff. We'll be right back after this quick break. For the millions living with COPD, breathing becomes a real struggle. COPD stands for Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease, but you may have heard of it as chronic bronchitis or emphysema. Over time, it makes it harder and harder to breathe until you feel like you're breathing through a straw. COPD is the fourth leading cause of death in the U.S. It kills one person every four minutes, and it took my grandmother. An estimated 24 million Americans are affected, but as many as half of them don't even know it. It's a race against time to spread the word about this serious disease. If you're over 35 and have ever smoked, you could be at risk. The good news is, there are steps you can take to improve your symptoms. I'm Danica Patrick, and I drive for COPD. Take action today to breathe better tomorrow. Join the movement at driveforcopd.com, take our screening questionnaire today, and talk to your doctor. Did you know kids who drink before age 15 are five times more likely to have alcohol problems when they're adults? 
Alcohol affects their judgment and their future. So start talking to your kids about underage drinking while they still listen. Start talking before they start drinking. For more information on teens and alcohol, and to learn what you can do, visit the web at stopalcoholabuse.gov. That's stopalcoholabuse.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the Ad Council, and your favorite Columbia rock station, WUSC FM Columbia. Don't be stupid with your skin. It's only the skin you're in. Oh, we should just sing this? Know what's good and bad to do from the right and wrong for you. It's time you learn what it's about. Because indoor tanning is out. UV lamps from a tanning bag. They can turn your skin beet red. Wrinkles come from the UV light and eight spots make you a frightful sight. With UV light, it gets worse. Thank you. Skin cancer. Is a wicked curse. Don't be the one that's tan and dead. <laughs> Use your brain. Use your head. It's time you learn what it's about, because indoor tanning is out. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Presenting comments you won't ever hear at your house. Hey, Dad, you need a hand with that yard work? You know, honey, the heck with the playoffs on TV. Let's go shoe shopping. Never mind our anniversary, dear. Go out with your friends and have a good time tonight. Almost as rare, it's unlikely you'll ever hear someone say, you know, it's time for an eye exam. That's because many vision problems have no early warning signs. In, in fact, fact, one in three Americans over 40 has a vision, vision problem, and, and they, they might not even know it. An eye exam can spot vision-threatening conditions like glaucoma before you can, and even spot serious health problems like diabetes and high blood pressure. So if you're over 40, remember, an eye doctor can see things you can't. For more on vision health, visit checkyearly.com. That's checkyearly.com, a public service message from the Vision Council of America and AARP. French fries again? Pass the asparagus, please. Hi, I'm Ben Affleck. Many actors have played the part of a U.S. serviceman in the movies, but for veterans like James Crosby and so many other brave men and women, his service and his sacrifice for our country are real. Outside Baghdad, a rocket attack blew up my Humvee, killing one of my Marines and leaving me paralyzed. When James returned home, he, like many others, was in no condition to cope and advocate for the services he needed. Fortunately, paralyzed veterans of America's trained experts were there to help him, so he could concentrate on getting well. For over 60 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America has worked to ensure that our injured veterans get the medical, housing, and auto benefits they have earned. I'm so thankful Paralyzed Veterans of America was there for me. Surely those who sacrificed so much deserve no less. Join me in supporting our paralyzed veterans. Visit pva.org. A public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Ugh! Ugh! 
Uh. <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Good evening, listeners. You're listening to WUSCFM and HD1 Columbia. I am Leah and... I'm Justin Oki. And right back to you guys with Cockadoodle News, um, the latter segment of the Equilibrium. So, according to CNN Travel, I found the five best places to travel in June, which is interesting that it's like only in June. So, I guess that's like specifically um, dealing with the weather or something. Mm-hmm. The first is Tel Aviv, Israel. Interesting, right? They just had Eurovision, man. They had what? Eurovision. Yeah, they're um, it says that it's the second most populous city. So, it's got historical and cultural points of interest. You know, just a lot of things to get into. So, if I ever go out that way, I definitely will go to Tel Aviv, and you guys should too. The next city I'm very familiar with it is Asheville, North Carolina. I almost went to boarding school in Asheville. That would have been an in- interesting venture for me. Um. I would have probably been really artsy by now. But used to be more artsy. <laughs> Asheville is known for being a beer city. It has 26 craft breweries and um, six here in the greater region. And there's also like craft beer giants such as Sierra Nevada and New Belgium have set up shop there. So they list all the brewing companies on this article and just give you more place that'll more places that'll be interesting to go to like food places i think Asheville is definitely just all about like scenery relaxing just kind of like taking it in you the know mountains. just like what isn't it in the mountains yes yeah yes so have you ever been to the biltmore what's the biltmore I, I was supposed to go there Look, we went to the biltmore like every year for our, our um well, not we, but, like, at our school would do it, like, yearly, um, like, all mm-hmm. the fifth graders or whatever. And then, like, I got to fifth grade and we stopped doing it. So i never been to the bit. It's like a more. castle. Yeah. I've heard. Actually, no. Maybe I have. No. Maybe that was Castle McCulloch. I heard it's, like, a legit castle. Yeah. They have an indoor swimming pool that's, like, the size of, oh, like, really? the school. I hear that it's very, very, very impressive. So yeah. I'm definitely going to have to go there sometime. I'm moving in. <laughs> <laughs> next week like Bought and sold i'm, I'm just, just gonna, gonna like go on the tour or something and just like crash there and get a room <laughs> yeah. um the third place is saint I'd petersburg russia the, huh? the third place is saint petersburg russia so that's really cool oh don't go there <laughs> oh god that place is terrible would you ever go to russia seriously no i would not I've heard terrible things about russia i've heard it's like i've been like i heard the women there are very manly and like I don't know. Oh my god, you cannot say so. <laughs> You know that's not true. Like, I just heard, like, I think if I went no, to no, Russia, no, they'd they probably tell me to never come back. <laughs> no. I just did not want to go. It's and then I would be like, then Vladimir Putin, like, what would he do? Like, probably chop off my head or something? No, there's definitely been, like, Russia, look- Russia has, um, Russia I'd be, like, is looking stigmatized. for Edward Snowden. I'd be like, Snowden, tell me all the secrets, what all do you know? 
Edward, I mean, Jesus. I think Russia is very stigmatized, but at the same time, I definitely think it has. No, a lot to I have offer. heard horrible things about Russia. No, I mean, yeah, that's what I I'm have saying. heard. Like people You've that heard. go, people that go, You've do heard. not want to go don't back. No, they don't want to go back. Well, it's so cold. Yeah, don't go to Russia. Well, Go to Mexico instead. <laughs> they have rich culture and history destinations. <laughs> if anyone's interested in going to Russia, um, I don't know. Mexico's poisoning people with. Never mind, I can't say that. Like, they're alcohol or something. There's something wrong with the alcohol there. Oh my goodness. That was really? back in May, but it's. I mean, what is May? That was back yeah, in April. Okay, I'm going to stop interrupting you. You can talk now. No, I think that's. Oh, I thought that was all five. Yeah, look, they. I mean. Look at this. They're talking about like churches, theaters, concert halls, palace squares, museums. I mean, St. Petersburg seems like where it's at. There's celebrations on oh June God. 22nd. Oh, it's a white night festival. That says that it cool. all. I honestly, <laughs> like, I would love to go to another country during some type of like big cultural event just to see, like, really see. You know, I feel like that would be the best time to like get a full. I don't know. Not view an of everything that they are, everything they have to offer, like their culture, their history, what matters to them. So that'll be cool. That's something that I'll have to do. Split Croatia is the fourth place. What about Croatia? Go, would I'd you want to go? To, I would want to go to Croatia. Okay. I like Croatians. They're cool people. That's the cool people. <laughs> Easy access to the beach. That sounds like something you'd be into. There's a mm-hmm. cathedral. It's probably beautiful. I'm, and I'm Archaeological all in. museum. I'm all in. You said cathedral. I'm all in. I'm sold. Yeah. I love, 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 love those. Um, I went to the, I think probably everyone's been to the cathedral in New York, but I went to that one and it was, can't even remember exactly which one it was called, but it was, nope, can't remember where it was either. It was beautiful though. Mm-hmm. And the last place is Lake Powell, Arizona and Utah. So that's, you know, a lake, but they've got resorts and marinas and... I love the lake. Um, the lake is always a really fun place for me to go. So those are five places for you guys to go to in June if you guys are interested in that. In other news, moving on to sports, um, just going to highlight the Gamecocks for a quick second. <laughs> we got a lot of things going on. So Gamecocks women's soccer schedule has been announced, the 2019 schedule. So be looking at that or be looking for that. Jubb delivers his first tennis national championship. So that was a huge deal. South Carolina junior Paul Jubb um, capped off his NCAA singles championship with a 6-3-7-6 win over the top player in the country to bring home Gamecock's first national championship in men's tennis. How cool is that? Not Mm -hmm. only did he bring home the first national championship in tennis for the Gamecocks, but... He beat the top player in the country. So let's be looking out for Paul Jubb, guys. He is also on the rise. Iris from tennis. She's an, her name her first name is Iris. Congratulations to her. Um, Engrid. Engrid yeah. Martins. Yeah, Engrid Martins. Um, and also, isn't it? Mia Horvath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They topped the chart at number one twice, a 29-8 overall record. So congrats to them. And Gerda's one of my classes. She's really cool. Yeah, they had a historic season. Oh, really? That's yeah. so cool. But congratulations Tennis players. They made it to the semifinals, so that's super great. Yeah. And um, also the Gamecocks volleyball schedule is set for 2019. Guys, be looking out for that. And 
Lastly, in Gamecock sports, eight Gamecocks have been se- selected to all SEC teams. This is Ooh. football players. So congratulations to those eight Gamecocks. Congratulations. Um, yeah. I won't be naming them all, but super, super huge congratulations is in order. And, yeah, I'm really looking um, forward to our football season coming up. I'm hoping that we've got some – some energy to carry us through the season and those home games versus Clemson and Alabama because we're going to need it. We're going to need a lot of energy. We're going to need all the energy (laughs) that we can get. Um, Also in news, according to ABC Columbia, I mentioned something about teachers last week. Greenville County teachers got a raise after a tax hike was approved. Congrats, Greenville. Now the rest of the counties. Right. No, only Greenville. I saw this and I was like, I want to go work in Greenville now because I could be a teacher. But I'm sure all those jobs are taken now that they're the ones with like the higher salary. Yeah. So I doubt I would be able to work anywhere in there. But congrats to the teachers. I always say we need more teachers and we need our teachers to get paid more. So I'm super, super excited about that. Yes, for sure. Um. So weather for you guys. We were just talking about how blazing it is. <laughs> my mom, my mom's car was like messed up or something, and it was saying that it was 124 degrees outside. And she was in the car. And she's like, "It's 124 degrees outside." Like, mom, it is not 124 not degrees. Outside. It feels like. And it's she though. goes, "Oh my god, look, it's going up. It's 130." I'm like, "Mom, it is not 130 degrees." Like it's just. Anyways, mine said 100 though. So. It definitely feels like 100. <laughs> 100, but it kept going Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, That's hilarious. Oh, my God, it's 130 degrees now. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's, but. it's the same. <laughs> and, like, what is your, like, it was 130 degrees. I don't think we've we ever, I don't think inside. we've ever seen that. I, I don't want to, but I don't know. Um, apparently, we're about to have the hottest summer ever. And I keep, it keeps slipping my mind that it's only May. You know, I walk outside to a nice sunny day every day, and I'm like, okay, this is great. We it's not even technically summer yet, so, so please, we're gonna be burning please, up. Yes, please be careful. Also, um, according to ABC Columbia, a four-year-old was found dead after <sighs> being, yes, in a hot car. Okay. He was found dead after being in a hot car. So please, please, please be careful, guys. Kids Don't leave anyone in cars. Pets. Not kids. Not pets. I actually, someone was telling me the other day that um, it does not take long for that car to get fast. I mean, hot. It takes like 10 minutes. And because um, I was talking about how my this guy that I used to um, be friends with left my dog in the car. Are once you not when friends he with him to, anymore? No, I'm not. What happened? Tell me. It sounds juicy. No. Oh, yeah. I um, know. So he left my car, my dog in my car. And it well, was a husky. You're not friends with him anymore because he left your dog in the car. What a right. No. D-bag. And it was actually husky. So that was like really, really bad. Yeah, like super, super furry, it. like a wolf. That That would have been bad. So they were telling me, like, it only takes about 10 minutes and, and, and death could be near. So definitely be careful. Right now it is 99 <laughs> and it feels like 99. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock and it's 99 degrees, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So let's just keep or that in mind. Or if you're in my mind. mom's car, it's 130. <laughs> only in Justin's mom's car. Yeah. Um, tonight the low is 71. Tomorrow <laughs> the high is 100. A fat 100. And the next day it's 200. And then Wednesday night, the low will be 75. So that is the weather for you guys. Um, 
please. It's like whenever it's cold, you want to say like stay warm, but it's like for hot for heat, I don't know what to say. Stay inside, guys, because it's gonna be a brutal summer. But um, stay pools cold. are opening this weekend, so everyone maybe go to the pool, get cool. It's so hot outside. People are wearing their glasses inside. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's incredibly hot. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. I hope you enjoyed our segment of Cockadoodle News. Um, we will be back next week, so make sure that if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about, um, call the radio station at 803-576-9872. I'm here every Tuesday from two to si- or from 3 to 6 um, doing the Equilibrium, so thank you guys for listening to that as well. And I'm here from 4.30 to 6, so... <laughs> doing cockadoodle news so i am dj left formerly known as leah and justin oki just being justin (laughs) so thank you guys so much for listening and tune in next week